She had aged a century, and I paid no attention. Her youth left her, escaped her body. Wrinkles cratered the fields of her skin. Her breathing mask was fogging up. I only knew then that we had only minutes left of each other. Yet, until now, I did nothing to preserve what had already been lost. Oh dear. Episode 19 A Romantic Burden Welcome to the Tempered Fables. My name is N.T. Clover. Come, sit by the fire. Let me tell you a story. When was the last time I called her beautiful? Was it when she still fitted in that evening blue dress? Fit to her curves, showing her youth back then. She always had her hair tied up in a ponytail, but that fateful night was rare. Down her hair flowed like silk to one side, on the bedding of her neck and beyond her collarbone. Asymmetrical. Pair that with smoky makeup and you had me at a mere glance. And she did. It took less than a second for me to fall for her, and it took even less to want and to give up at the same time. She's out of my league, I would say to myself. There's no way this could happen. But a spilt drink and the cutest laugh later, we had gone from glancing to looking to talking, from chatting to opening up. That's when I knew how truly beautiful she was. Flawed, yet the scars tell. Hurt, but still standing strong. Smiling, yet the mouth yearns for another kiss. Crying, but out of joy, and not alone. She really was. She still is. She kept it up this whole time together. I only, unknowingly, added to the scars over time. Maybe that's why I was blind. I projected my own pain out to anyone near me. And she had it the worse. When was the last time I called her amazing? Being able to do such wonderful things. She was the craftsman, you see. She tinkers of things all the time. The other day she told me she made a clock from spare parts around the house. How do you make a clock from spare parts around the house? I didn't even know it was possible. I remember holding it in my hand, this little precious timepiece, with the gears in place and the tick of the fingers. Every second passed and recorded was made because of her handiwork. Her hands made this. Isn't that amazing? Paired that with her adventures, being able to climb mountains around the world despite her burdens, despite family loss, despite massive injuries, she reached the peak. You need powerful mental strength to do that. Something that's missing in my life. Yet I took that from her. I shoved responsibilities into her life. A house to take care of. A relationship to foster. More and more she sacrificed parts of her self for me. That amazement faded. 
I was the cause. When was the last time she looked at me, not through me, with eyes that filled my heart and not flooded with regret, with whispers that said I love you instead of I hate you, with every grasp of her hand for mine instead of my neck? When was it that she tried her best to look for the good in me, to find nothing but the abyss staring and shouting back through my anger? I guess she was clinging on to what was left. But you can't hold on to empty promises, empty feelings, meaningless guarantees. You can't change a broken man unless you find the missing pieces first. I guess it took too long. I was already gone. I became the empty husk of a man that looked like her lover. I wasn't myself anymore. I wasn't myself. When was the last time she said my name? Her eyes were staring at me, breathing through tubes. Her breaths were getting shorter. Slowly, she mouthed the word, goodbye. I can't do anything. Why? I tried to grab her hand. It was difficult. Mine was so, so frail. Hers was cold and white, the color draining from them. No, 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 don't leave me. She wasn't moving. Her breath stopped. Her hand was limp. Hey. Hey, please. Say something. I'm here. I'm here. I can change. You know I can. Just please. Even a high. Blink. Blink. Something. You have to blink. Anything. Please. Say something. was a dream. I checked the clock. Her clock. It's three in the morning. But the breathing, the cold, the... She was sleeping soundly next to me. We were in a familiar place, in the house, the bedroom upstairs. It was present time again. Her youth was back in her body. Her hands didn't look frail at all. I remember it now. We just had a fight, and she was facing away from me because of it. We said some bad things to each other. I take it that triggered the nightmare. She woke up. What were you dreaming about? She said. You were shouting in your sleep. I I can... I can hear her voice. She's alive. Are you crying? What's, what's wrong? She turned around to face me, as beautiful as ever. Her hair flowed down like silk, just as I had known. I... I just... And without warning, I hugged her. I held her close, arms wrapped around her body, and my head next to hers. I could tell she was surprised at first, but her warm breath slowed and rested on my neck. She was breathing and her smell 
Oh, her smell. All my senses used in present time. Please. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Just please don't leave me. I can't imagine a journey without you. I can't do this without you. Please. Slowly, my left hand went down her back to find her hand. We held each other, and our fingers intertwined. It was warm to the touch, and I could feel a slight pulse from it. A beautiful, living pulse. The pulse of my other half. I grasped for warmth. I grasped for warmth. And I got it in return. A little fight won't matter. A little disagreement won't stop us. In the long run, only the purest of things will matter. Humility that will persevere. The tolerance for small, trivial things. Controlling our reactions. Building our lives. And a life together. Ego has no place in love. Why would pride belong between us when we base our attraction on the most vulnerable of things? I don't want to close myself off to the woman I love. There will be regret if I do that. None of us want that. Regret is the heaviest burden and the most painful feeling. Regret is my mind running out of breaths for thought. Regret is the sound of my heart fading, leaving an empty shell. Regret is the frail, dying hands of a loved one. And regret is the gloating of loss. There is no heavier burden than regret at the end of my life. And I should start my day setting my ego aside. Nothing is more romantic than our pure, naked selves together. And that is the end of the tale. Until next time, friend, I'll be waiting by the fire. Hello there, Norman here, and thank you for listening to this episode. So, a uh, romantic burden. Um, how do I start off? <laughs> there was barely any inspiration for this one, so... But there is one prompt that I will quote here, which is the first sentence of the story. She had aged a century, and I paid no attention. I forgot how I came upon that sentence. I remember taking out my lore book and I wrote that sentence at the very top of the page and I just liked the sound of that sentence so I just went along with it. With my phone off and I was in a cafe and I was just writing the outline down the side of the page and I was just writing quotes and uh, beautiful sentences that I thought seemed nice and then I have this uh story of uh, someone dying in hospital and turning it out to be a dream and yeah that's pretty much it I guess the major inspiration is on age and on regret there's been talks of 
how to keep your life in perspective by doing things like seeing or looking at the obituary or reading the famous last words of people that uh, have passed away. Three quarters of them being like, I wish I did this, I wish I did that. You know, those are feelings of regret that you carry with you until even after you're gone. Like normally, I, I don't know, if I were to die, I would rather die with no regrets and I would rather carry, you know, beautiful memories of family and friends and loved ones to take it with me wherever uh, people go to after they pass away. You know, at least uh, allow life to go on positively as opposed to being like, oh, I wish I didn't do that or whatnot. I mean, it is necessary uh, because you can have bad memories, but they serve as lessons for us. So as long as you have the perfect mindset to look at it that way, then it's fine. It's just that I don't want anyone to die with regrets. It's the last thing that you would want in your mind. I mean, I would rather have lovely memories in my mind or at least things or objects or items or the people that I love next to me uh, or my favorite food or something. I don't know. But, you know, something positive so I can go out of a bang. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, nothing really much more than that other than that I was about to get uh, make things a little bit racy but uh, I held off <laughs> I didn't want to make this 18 plus so let's, uh, let's not have that anyways sorry this episode is a bit late uh, I'm not sure what happened there I will stick to schedule as usual Monday and Friday Take care, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. If you'd like to keep up to date on the latest information, do check out TemperFables.com. Alternatively, you can also check out our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Episodes are released every Monday and Friday. This podcast is hosted, created, and narrated by Norman T. Chella. During the day, he's a freelance writer and speaker. And during the night, he makes stories. He also does voice acting for commercials, audiobooks, and other real-world things. For more information, do check out normanchella.com. Sound effects are obtained from zapsplat.com. Hey there, just letting you know that some songs are used under the Creative Commons license and are obtained from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Simple Duet, Colorless Aura, Mesmerize, and that's it. Check it out at Incompetech.com. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs>